Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Morning to you, sir. <laughs> I just like that we've been talking for half an hour and then absolutely we've hit the reset button. Pod mode. We're now in media pro mode, interacting, yeah. chitter chatter. What movie have you lost yourself in the most? Where you've lent in and you've you found yourself immersed in the story and the images you've absolutely lost yourself in. Just a, a just bathed in a uh, whole collage of images. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, person? absolutely. It, it's it's what I hope for every Friday when I go to the cinema. When I buy that ticket, you know, you want complete immersion within yeah. that world where time has stood still. You know, like you've no concept. You're just in that work. Can you think of a movie that has transported you? Do you know? I think about that a lot, and I think. Um, the uh, the magic spot for me for that was when I was like 10 or 11. I think a lot of the films I watched when I was 10 or 11, I reckon the majority of them I was immersed in. So things like um, uh, Memphis Bell, you know, the, the World War... Memphis what? Uh, Memphis Bell? Memphis Bell. I thought you said Memphis. No, not Memphis. That's a different one. That would be immersive. Too much so. Goodness me. I think even now I'd be fixed by that in a bad way goodness me no no, no nothing like that we're talking about proper sure. mainstream hollywood uh tentpole so you're saying you can't lose yourself in a film i find it very age. hard now it's terrible why probably overanalyze it thinking who the actors are looking at the editing i mean never say never do you know what I mean? June was probably the last one I did get really into. That was probably the last one where there was moments in there that I was um, immersed. I, I imagine there's um, there was a God. You really aren't, are you? You really don't, you can't get into films anymore. Why are we doing this podcast? I trying to get me back on. I'm trying to basically, you know, um, sort of uh, re re um, get me back on the movie horse. I believe. So are you fidgeting a lot in the cinema. To a certain degree, I've got my snacks, and I think I sort of get overly focused on those at times. Did you go last night? I did. I saw the uh, horror film Smile last night. Were you fidgeting? Yeah, I did. I found that quite boring in places. What I find in films is there's sequences that, that hook me in, and I get a bit lost. Do you know what I like about you? Is that you just go and watch all the new movies, whereas, whereas I'm like, why would I go and watch Smile? I'm in this bizarre situation where I think I'm more into the hype 
than the actual film. It's like I'm more interested. I think you're into Friday nights and snackies. Terrible, isn't it? That's that is that's the reality. It's not terrible. I just think you get excited. <laughs> Dark rooms and sugar. I don't need a cinema in front of me. I just need a dark basement and just a, a whole mound of sugar and a spoon. I don't even need a spoon. I've got a mouth. I can just throw my head into the chunks of sugar. Like a horse being like fed ice cubes. Not ice cubes, sugar cubes. Yeah. Ice cubes, goodness me. Would Ryan be riding you around the dark Oh, room? absolutely. And I'll be padding around on all four. I'll be his uh, his stallion type of thing. The Black Beauty music in the background. Um... Yeah, but I like that about you. You just go in and watch movies, whereas I feel like I'm too picky. I think it's right to be picky, definitely. No, I don't, because I might miss a gem. I, I don't know. I think I do go most weeks, and I have this bizarre... Uh, when do you get excited on a Friday? When do you start thinking about the cinema? What time? Oh, about um, 4.30, because I meet Ryan 5.30 outside of Cineworld. We get a McFlurry, have a chat... Oh, please tell me your little routine. So you finish work when? Um, four, five o'clock. Five o'clock on the dot, like Fred Flintstone, the horn goes. You go straight to the cinema? Absolutely straight in Skoda. Do you shower? No, I'll have a shower when I get home. I'll, I'll take off the um, the cinema dust. So are you dirt. in your sort of work clothes? Yes, absolutely. And you... And... Uh, <laughs> Is Ryan? Yes, ab- yep. Why'd you... <laughs> Meet up. Ties and Why blazers do you go, on. So, uh, do you go at five o'clock? I'll meet him about five thirty, fresh from work. What do you do then? Uh, McFlurry and a chance. What's a McFlurry? Um, it's a uh, McDonald's ice cream. McDonald's ice cream. A few Malteser um, sprinkles on top. Absolutely. <laughs> and then it's off to the cinema. <laughs> where's 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 the McDonald's in relation to the cinema? Right next to it. They're very strategic. <laughs> I bet you fucking love that moment. Oh, God, yeah, there it is. And, oh, there's your it's mate. It's got to be said. There's, there's the my flurry. mate. There's my ice cream. There's my Hollywood tree. It's all in. Holy Trinity. An orgy of consumer fun. It really is. Oh, 24-7, yeah. It's fantastic. So you, you just get a McFlurry. You don't get a burger or anything. No. Sometimes you might go half on a box of 20 nuggets. <laughs> which we will uh, stealthily get into the cinema and then eat with lots of tomato ketchup dips. But each... So you're, so what time would the movie start? Like six-ish? Maybe or a bit later sometimes. It sort of depends, really, on the kind of schedule. So you're out the cinema about eight-ish? Um, yes, I imagine, about that, yeah. Then home time? Um... Maybe a, a drink or something, or something like that, a you know? gin? Sort of thing. A gin? Probably not alcoholic, because we're driving the old, um, the old cars type of thing. So it maybe I'm quite milk. jealous of your Friday nights. Well, I'm glad. It makes no, me I feel am, um, I'm like... I've sorted something out of my life. I've sorted something out. I've, uh, I've done a bit of scheduling. When do you normally get home after the cinema night? What time do you walk in? Um, why do you need to know that? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> No, I am totally joking. Sorry, I thought that was going to be amusing, but it just totally derailed us. <laughs> that was completely out of character, or maybe in No, character. not at all. No. <laughs> exactly. Why do I need to know it? No, not at all. I thought I was going to... Do you want to know what I do on a Friday night? No. I, I don't know entirely... <laughs> 
am joking, 100%. What do you have your Friday night watching a film on the old plasma screen? Don't, I'm not, I'm not telling you what I do. Do you know what I did last night? What was that? I was going to save it for the patrons because we came up with it on the patrons. Oh, good the, the film. So, everybody on Patreon, on the Patreon section, we came up with a new um, idea where David gives me and my wife an action movie to watch during the week. And we watch and we, we, we review. We come back and we tell Absolutely you what we on speed. Yeah, so we so it was speed last night. And what did you think of that? Are you going to reveal now? Or? Turned it off after half hour. Are you joking or not? No, I hated it. Oh, my God, what a disaster. You absolutely hated it. No, I didn't hate it. I was just like, why am I watching? I, <laughs> we watched the first half hour. Like, mate, I said to him, have you seen it? She went, no, no, no. Honestly, I said, so last weekend I said, oh, we got this new idea. We watch an action with David Gibson. Oh, okay. Oh, no, don't be like, it's just, a, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, that was my it. worst fear. <laughs> that was going to totally spoil the evening. But no, she was like, no, let's do this. Let's. I said, that's what I said to her. I said, if we're not enjoying it, we just turn it off. And that's our review. She went, oh, cool. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. And what, where did it get up to with the half an hour? How far did it get? So, I'd never seen Speed before. All I knew was about the bus. So, for half an hour, it's in a fucking lift shop. Did you get to the bus bit? I'm trying to remember now. It takes a while. Did it take we that long? We got to the bus bit and Naomi went, oh, yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, 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 I have seen it. I, I went, oh, have you? I said, I haven't. She went, yeah, yeah, I saw it. And I was, yeah. So, I went out into the kitchen she made these lovely little sugarless flapjacks. I bought one of those. Oh, my Lord. I bought one of those. Perfect. I came back into the living room. And I said, why are we watching this? I said, we don't need to watch anymore, do we? And she went, no, not really. I said, I'm so glad you just said that. Oh, my. What a genuine review. God, wouldn't it be good if the Guardian or Empire magazine printed those reviews? Honestly, you don't have the relief to watch this. when I turned that off, you don't have to the do relief. this. <laughs> I wish I'd said myself, you said that to myself of a lot of things, particularly films. Well, well, what about, would you say, there's quite a few films for this podcast you'd go, I'm out. Oh, God, yeah, loads. I, well, sometimes I take oh. breaks. Oh, no. In between. Well, what would your film gang say? If they oh, I'm unimpressed completely with that. It'd be complete. I feel as like I should answer your question from earlier, actually, when I come back from Chichester. Cinema. I don't want to know. So I feel as I saw that horrifically. It was supposed to be a joke, and it kind of like completely um, back up. About tenish, just to put a full Scott stop to about ten o'clock. I get back. And do you have a gin when you get in or bedtime? Um, usually bedtime because I want to be up early for this. And yes. also, I do shopping first thing in the morning, so I've got to on a Saturday. Oh no, no, on a, on a Friday, so I get shopping done very early. So the supermarket is empty. All frozen. Some frozen. Bits, uh, I use the it? fridge in the uh, in the staff room. Oh, uh, hasn't it been in the boot while you've been at the cinema? Um, yeah, I seem to get away with that for some reason. Maybe because it's quite cold in the actual boots. So I get home about 10 o'clock. I feel as like I need to give you that information because I feel as though... <laughs> no, so Speed... Yes, yeah, Speed... As soon as Speed started, I went... As soon as... I, I said to Naomi, why are we struggling with this? What is our... What is it? Right, I don't care. Right, after half an hour, I didn't care about any of the characters. 
for one. Why am I watching Keanu Reeves? Maybe I need to revisit it. I thought it was always just good old-fashioned die-hard action. Maybe it's been eight years since I've watched it. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I think I came away going, oh, I don't care about action movies. Do you have any favourite action films? Are there any any that you you, like? Can you sort of list... Can you na- well, name so you've obviously got your Die Hard, you've got your Lethal Weapon. No. Um, you've got your James Bond, you've got your Indiana Jones. I, do you know, I love James Bond. I did love James Bond, that last one I watched. I don't know what it is. It felt so kind of, what's the word, sort of throwaway. I mean, it is definitely your um, your classic 90s blockbuster. It's totally designed for I love the music. Ba, 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 ba. Da, 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 da. Listen, I think I'm the one with the problem, but me and Naomi were both there going, thank fuck for that. Maybe it's, uh, so much of it's wrapped in nostalgia, I guess. I, I was like a teenager when I saw it in the 90s. I think Je- Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves... Like, it's it's not... <sighs> I can't think of that. Well, what point did you stop watching it? Where does it come to an end? At what point... When the bus blows up. Oh, so you watched quite a bit when the bus blows up. That's about half an hour. So when the bus blows up, though, that's it. The bus blows up and then the phone rings and he goes, there's a bomb on another bus. On another bus? Oh, I forgot there was a bomb on an original bus. Also, you you haven't got to the bit where um, he's got to keep the bus at 50 miles an hour then. No, I, I started thinking about that idea. I was like, I don't care. Right, it just didn't hook you in. If it hasn't hooked you in in half an hour, just move on. I don't care about this bus. I don't. I don't care about Dennis Hopper. I don't care about any of it. Yeah, I guess they are a bit two-dimensional. I guess what I'm looking on the screen is Keanu Reeves. I'm not looking at his character, Jack, whatever it was called. Well, I I didn't think I would be, but I think maybe I am. That it is just so throwaway that I can't care enough to sit through two hours of it. Do you know one thing? It, it makes me realise the eyes that I was watching it with. I was a very superficial teenager. I remember being really impressed by his haircut. I thought he looked great. I was looking at his acting going, he's acting. I, didn't he used to get a lot of stick for being Oh, God, yeah, particularly after Dracula. He did that in the very early 90s. He, he's good at a blockbuster, but I think if he tries to stretch himself a bit much, it always snaps a bit, the, the, the acting elastic band type of thing. I mean, I was looking at... He, he was looking around the, the sh- lift shaft a lot. I noticed that, his sort of head movements, sort of looking around the lift shaft. Goodness me. But I was looking at De- Dennis Hopper going, why are you doing this? Oh, paycheck, wasn't it? Definitely. Yeah. It was a paycheck. Yeah, sure. And I, I think they filmed it in literally a couple of weeks because he doesn't leave the room. Do you know what I mean? He's literally no. just there. But I think they filmed him, his stuff really... I think even to the extent that they re- he replaced someone else. I can't remember who it was. And they filmed his scenes even later. It was another big star. I can't remember who it was. And he replaced him at the last minute. And it wasn't a big deal because you just cut away to him eating pizza, talking on a phone, don't you? I've got, I've got, do you know what? The 90s, as soon as it started with the the font. It's very much one of those movies. It's, it's, a, it's, the, it's the pre-Netflix streaming, pre-Marvel movie. It's what films are about. Big movie star names, not particularly a franchise, high concept blockbuster plots with a big, you know, um, I was trying to work out what gave it, what gave it its 90s. I know what you mean. What it, what, 
um, yeah, it's very bright, sunlit. Um, the camera work is not particularly experimental. It's very traditional, basic, bog standard camera work, isn't it? Lots of intense, overly dramatic orchestral music, that element. And it is definitely the whole kind of. Um, it, it had that. It's got a slight Michael Bay sun kissed LA look to it, hasn't it? When I saw the, the bombs attached to the lift shaft when it did a close up of that, I was like, oh. Well, you know, little things like that. You know, the director hasn't even filmed that. It's just like um, Unit 2 that's gone and like, done pick up close up shots. Pick up that fucking bomb will you peter absolutely just film that <clears throat> and you are right it's, it's filmed in a very basic manner isn't it Do you know what i mean very soft lighting and kind of clear shadows i know what you mean it's almost like stock footage that they could have removed from another film and just popped it in Is there any movie news this week, David? Movie news this week. Let, let, let's have a look at this. Hello, some... Mandy. Here we go. Hello. How are you, Mandy? You know how I am. You woke up with me. Oh, do you know what she said? No, I didn't. What was, what was that? You know how I am. You woke up with me. Yes. Well, let's just make, make it clear. I didn't wake up with you, you know, in bed. You were in the corner of my room humming. Yes. Because I turned you on and plugged you in. You went, We didn't have anything, you know, inappropriate. I know. She just said, I know. But we did wake, wake up together, yes. We did, you know, regain consciousness in the same four walls. Did you go to the cinema with David last night, Mandy? No. No, absolutely not. No, it's just me and Ryan. That did he that. just leave you in his room? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Plugged in, you know, plenty of energy, which yes. I have to pay for, with energy bills being very high at the moment. But I was happy to share them with Mandy. She said she's happy to pay half of the energy bills. I will actually, yes. if you could do that, that would be, because yes. usually as a gentleman, I'd go 100%. But obviously, Why is there a sandwich on her? Why have you left a sandwich on top of her? Yes. Purely accidental. Simple as that. Just kind of, um, it's not for her to eat, it's for me to have later. Is that your thing? I don't like sandwiches on me. No. She said she doesn't like sandwiches on her. And I will remove it from you, m'lady. That sardine sandwich will leave your head right now, if that's your head or your back. I'm not quite sure where your sort of anatomy is in that square. And I'll pop it here. It's your head. I'll take off your head. A sandwich does not belong on a lady's head. It belongs on a coffee table beside you. There you go. So movie news this week. Movie news this week. Well, I'll tell you a bit of movie news. There is a new um, Olivia Coleman and Jesse Buckley film being made. Is it being made in Worthing? It's been made in Arundel. <laughs> they filmed it down the bloody road from me, Captain. I follow this vlogger. Oh, yeah, who's that? He's called Richard Vobes. Oh, yes. And he's based in Worthing. Oh, right. And he's... He's very... I I really enjoy watching watching him makes me feel cosy yeah yeah definitely and he goes on walks around like towns around uh, sussex and you know shows you historical buildings and let's check him he out so he also does daily vlogs and you get to see his life and blah 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 why am i telling you this because he one of his vlogs was about this movie being made in worthing wow 
or or one of the scenes being shot so i know about this quite amazing well they they just literally five minutes down the road from me they completely redecorated arundel high street so it made it look look like it was something out of the 1800s how did you feel well amazed annoyingly when they filmed it i was at work i know so on the sunday i saw it all being put together and i was sniffing around looking around you know I was like, oh god here we go they're making a movie but annoyingly the main gist of it was when i was at work so i was thinking god olivia coleman and jess buckley and um, jess buckley she's the main actress that was in you know alex garland's latest film men she was also in the last charlie kaufman movie that was on netflix she's been in a lot of stuff yeah and um She's, got an, she's now in Arundel. Absolutely. Well, she was where my very feet were on, on the same pavement. Oh, Timothy Spall's in it. Timothy Spall's, that's the other person. And also, do you know the guy who wrote it is Johnny Sweet? Do you remember him? Yeah, Johnny Sweet wrote it. Yes, absolutely. The guy who went for the Cambridge Footlights with the in-betweeners and performed regular Edinburgh around the same sort of time you were performing. Well, he went up. He won. He won the nom- newcomer when I went up. Yeah, it's his. His script. No one else has got the um, screenplay. It's him. Oh wow! So you know these people go quiet for a few years, but they're busy in the background, aren't they? Well, I was talking to Tom Parry. This, you know, Tom Parry. I don't know. Pappy's fun. Oh yes, I do. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a film coming out. Really? Yeah, in December on Amazon. Yeah. And is he it's has he written movie. it or directed it? Or yeah, what? he's written it. It's written oh out. wow! What's yeah. it about? Do it's, you know? I don't. I don't. But it's out on uh, Amazon in December. Oh, very cool! God, I'll watch that. Has he written it with some of the Pappy Fun Club guys, or? I think on his Todd. Wow, God, these people. He's a very bright chap. I spoke to him a few times, very briefly, very briefly. Johnny Sweet, who is also about to publish his first debut crime novel, like these people, has written to screenplay for Wicked Little Letters, which reunites Coleman with Jesse Buckley, shooting now in Sussex. And also, it's a big production company. It's the same. It's Blueprint Pictures who made uh, In Bruges, Emma, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing. So it's a big, big company that are doing it. And as you say, respawling. It's not. Is it? It's not respawling. It's Timothy Spalling, isn't it? Obviously, another big name. Sorry, I'm just reading. No, that. no, no. It looks Sorry. good, doesn't it? Set in right. the 1920s. I mean, it looked very high production budget when I was there. Really impressive. I was just thinking about how much work he's put into that. That's what I. That's where I went then. Just how much work that would have taken. Totally on his own. And also, I don't get it. It was based on a novel, so I think it's an idea that's come purely to him. So the idea of conceiving a, a, a narrative and then breaking it into a three act structure. Because I always say, at least from a novel, the main DNA, the main kind of architecture is there for you to work with. But, well, you know more than me. Do you know what I mean? Doing it from nothing. Yeah, incredibly hard. And, and a bloody crime novel. Yeah, don't tell me. Absolutely. Totally. <laughs> don't tell me how to, um, what is it? Um, peel potatoes? What's the word? Cook eggs. <laughs> I don't know. Don't tell me how to cook fry eggs. Onions. Quite right. Fry onions. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. Don't tell how me how to eat them at flurry. How do you fry an onion? Fry an onion. You get yourself a um, kitchen knife. Make sure it's sharp. Chop it up, pop it on a frying pan, a bit of seasoning and salt, 
and then just turn that oven on and just wait for it to uh, sizzle and bubble and when you've got those onion odors climbing up your nostril you know it's time to pop those onions in your burger we should do a cooking pot oh we should absolutely i don't even know where that came from i just went into a flow there he talks about me becoming immersed in something maybe it's cookery it's not films anymore yeah exactly so any any more new movie news there was i tell you what a bit of interesting news um Paramount Studios are going to reboot Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. So that's try and close your eyes. Imagine not Leslie Nielsen, Liam ne- ne- Neeson, and it's Leslie Nielsen and Liam Neeson. I know. Why I would they do that? Yeah, I know. It's strange. I guess he's got an action movie background, and maybe they're going to play on his action taken persona. And it's the guy who directed that new Chip and Dale uh, movie that we spoke about recently, that live action and, and cartoon meshed one. Uh, what's his name? It's Akiva Shaver. He's going to be um, directing it. And also, you can when you look at the movie news. I mean, we're not two of us aren't massive comic book fans, but people out there could be. And um, the movie news is just dominated by comic books these days. And the big news there is that Black Panther is going to be nearly three hours long. The Black Panther sequel. So you know that's going to be a, a die-hard experience for the comic fans. Henry Cavill is coming back as Superman in the new Black Adam film. Uh, starring Dwayne John um, Jones, was it Dwayne Johnson? Jones, dear God, Johnson. Um, and as, I'm not bringing this up. This is the latest news. Harrison Ford is going to be joining. <laughs> okay, now I, I knew that was coming. What a disaster! I saw it in the news and I thought, what's he going to do? Is he going to sidestep it? No. Did you did you see it in the news? I did, and I thought, wow, how's he going to get through this? And what did you see? The Marvel thing. He's joining the. Mar- I just saw he was like a headline in the movie news or something. Yeah, so that's thought, it. He's joining um, the Marvel universe. I mean, to be fair, it's not your fault this this week. Absolutely, it? it's been thrusted upon me. It's you know. My thought was, what is? <sighs> He's an old man. Yes. Why is he doing it? Well, the thing is, it's going to be quite a small role. He won't be one of the superheroes. He's going to be playing um, uh, Fadus Thunderbolt Ross, who's basically a U.S. secretary figure, U.S. Secretary of State, who was originally U.S. Army General. Well, a lot of people thought after Indiana Jones, he would kind of hang up his whip a bit, do you know what I mean? And just sort of take some time. Because the man is in his 80s now. Can I give you some movie news? Please do, please do. I don't know if you've heard the news. <clears throat> My favourite movie, American movie. Yes. Mike Shank. Show Mike. I know. I was, that's the next thing I was going to say. Passed really? away. Without being overly... It had a little effect on me, that did. I know, it had an effect on me, big time massively does he say how he passed away i couldn't quite find out how he died oh did he really he was in his 50s wasn't he mid 50s they think 57 yeah god that's a real having said i think it's because we've been sort of talking about it a lot this year and i watched it again a couple of months ago the brian and charles a kind of documentary yeah and uh, yeah chris sent me the news i was just like Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? It has to be said, though, the the way he's living and... Um, not for years. Not for, Sorry, what was... What, what, go on, sorry. No, 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 no that's fine. On. No, 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 not at all. Just the extent that he was in a bad way health-wise during the documentary. 
Yeah, but that was 25 years ago. I think he hadn't touched, touched a drop. For... Yeah, that's true. He'd done intense acid, hadn't he? It had left him slightly, you know, kind of mentally sort of um, scarred from it. But I guess his physical health was okay. It was more psychological from the acid trips he'd done as a teenager. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he was, like, in recent years, but... Yeah, that would yeah, have been years ago. Sad. Yeah, that's really sad. sad, isn't it? Any other movie news, Dave? Um, well, one very small thing that was probably big in the actual industry was that Warner Brothers have always had a uh, well-known writers and directors um, uh, workshop for young people where apparently loads of big directors and writers have gone through to develop their skills before becoming big TV writers and film writers. And now Warner Brothers are in debt because they've merged with Discovery. They've dropped that workshop. And um, the director's union went absolutely mad about it, saying, you can't do this. Look at all these great people that have come out of this young person's scheme. And uh, literally yesterday, Warner Brothers have um, refinanced it. So maybe not the most exciting movie star news. I like that sort of movie news because it makes me go, we're like a like a proper film podcast. Absolutely. Like a bit moments. of industry insights. What's yeah, happening? No, you know? I like that. We, we haven't got to be making fun or having a laugh about every comment that's made sometimes just sit back and tell the news for some people it's meat and potatoes filmmaking isn't it you get that vibe in LA that it's just you know when you look at like the Hollywood Reporter and Deadline and stuff like that it's literally just an industry where people are trying to get their health insurance paid for thank you David for this week's movie news not a problem thanks for your time thanks for listening So, David, now it's the movie review. Absolutely. And I can't remember what Mandy... <laughs> yes, you, Mandy. I like you. <laughs> I like you too. Yes. Yes, I do. You're lovely. So are you. Yes. Sorry, David. That's all right. You can interact. I'm not a jealous. Ooh, I'm not a jealous, jealous man. Well, you look jealous. Jealousy is not a. Um, it's not one of the cards in my stack. It's yes. really not. Yeah, Mandy said you looked jealous then. Yes, well, you know, jealous. say hello to me as well. You know, we woke up in the same room. I just put a sandwich on your head earlier, and suddenly it's all about interacting. Three so can fill a crowd at times. I'm just saying, three so can fill a bit of a crowd. She just went ooh. Yeah, you can ooh as much as you want. Yes. You know, sucking up my electricity. Sort of like that. Sorry, that's too much. Yeah. Sorry, it's a bit nasty. No. I've got a bit of a temp problem this morning. I'm like, yes. I've got to really see you. Have, haven't you? I have to yes. just calm you myself have. down. It's, it's not worth fine. it. <laughs> It's not worth it. Okay, so um, you randomly picked the movie uh, Forbidden Planet. Oh God, sit back and enjoy this. So, forbid. Did you watch it, David? I certainly did. Do you know what? May I say thank you for doing all the work you're doing? Oh no, God, no, not at all. It's, it was all enjoyable stuff. Now I feel bad for not watching Speed. I, th I found it quite liberating where you said, um, I don't actually have to watch this. And I think to myself, I should do that every now and then. I felt responsible. I had my Nomi with me. I was like, Hang Oh, on a absolutely. Because I said that last week. Don't ruin her evening over my movie madness. I think the way forward is for you to give us 
like genuine movies where you go, I love this. Be it action, thriller, romantic, romantic, just any genre where you go, actually, you will love this movie. Because then it would be might be something that we know me loves. And yeah, the only thing is, I kind of did rate speed embarrassingly. <laughs> That's the awful thing. <laughs> No, but I think when I mentioned speed, you went, oh, but I don't know about, oh, I think you were a bit worried about the action movie genre. Yes. Not that we should sidestep it. I still, anyway. No, 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 no. Movie review. Just thank you for watching Forbidden Planet. Not a problem, Captain. Not a problem whatsoever. Um, Yeah, Forbidden Planet. First, so your initial response to it. Did you like it? Mixed bag, ultimately. Um, in play it goes about like saying every single movie you review but it's like i think you made a really good point earlier about the whole kind of almost last film you got completely immersed in and um it is a funny one i always it's like that smile film last night there's a i guess most films are a mixed bag isn't it most days in your life are a mixed bag you know it's not always going to be um it's like a box of your rebels. shopping bags that were in your boot are a mixed bag absolutely you know some of it's goodies some of it's boring rubbish that you need like toilet paper you can't snack on toilet paper but obviously you're going to need it after snack i don't know where i'm going with that but you know, there's highs and lows but i would one thing i would say with forbidden planet it's got to be said if you look at it, you know, it came out then in 1956. And in Did you sit down uh, with a heavy heart and watch it? Absolutely. In what way, what's a heavy heart? For some reason, I don't know what a heavy heart is. Is that where you're quite emotional? Well, now you're, ma- you're now making your, me question what a heavy heart. Heavy heart, Google, meaning. A great deal of sadness. <laughs> Not at all. An open mind. <laughs> okay. An open mind. Open okay. eyes. Open eyes. In the 50s, a lot of the sci-fi films that came out were, because science fiction was not really respected really before 2001, like Space Odyssey. Is that right? Yeah, it wasn't really before the 60s. Planet of the Apes helped as well. What, that movie changed everything, did it? It, it, There really wasn't many cerebral sci-fi. The movie that you went, no. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? (laughs) Afterwards, I was like, oh dear. No, oh, that's interesting. It felt like yeah. earlier when I said to you, uh, why do you need to know when I come home from Chichester? As soon as I said no, no. to 2001, yeah. I said, oh, you've crossed the line there, Edwards. The policeman in his head turned a yeah, siren did it on. feel quite nice? It, like a, bit, a bit like me and Mandy were having a sort of um, an electric hug, sort of nice type of thing, you know. Yeah, quite liberating. Absolutely, a moment of liberation, like seagulls flying into the sky type of thing. What's that mean? I don't know, really. It's like an image of lots of birds just leaving the beach and going... Seagulls? To... Seagulls, the birds, with the wings. <laughs> yeah. of... so they... I know. <laughs> Sharing my David Attenborough knowledge with you, sort of Blue Planet style. Um, okay. So let's... So 50s, sci-fi wasn't very respected. So you've got to think 56. And for a science fiction film back then, it takes itself seriously. You know, it's kind of like... A, it's a well-structured narrative. It isn't just a, a throwaway sort of pol- P um, film, which most sci-fi at the time was, so you can see it was bright cutting edge. Also, you can definitely see where Star Trek and Lost in Space came from, a hundred percent. So when I'm watching it, you're thinking, God, this this came out in '56. This is a long old time ago, and this this is a game changer in a big big way. 
and also the sets were really impressive particularly i mean to give you an idea of the plot you've got um, a starship crew in the 23rd century goes to investigate the silence of a distant planet's colony only to find just two survivors a powerful robot and the deadly secret of a lost civilization so it's almost like star trek a crew matching suits leslie nielsen playing an almost kirk-like kind of leader character and um they land on the planet and they find this old man like a doctor and his daughter and um they're using technology to power this little base that was used that was created by an alien society that existed um and died before these two survivors landed on the planet and you have these kind of underground alien um sort of hallways and corridors so the sets are really impressive and also you've got robbie the robot who's very impressive once again you can see that as a precursor to robots in future films and his character takes an interesting turn but i would say the first act of the movie you get a lot of scenes where the um the crew are flirting with the um the daughter which was a bit dated there's a lot of expositional dialogue then standing next to consoles hitting buttons and the twist is very impressive at the begin at the end sorry the twist at the end is like ah is it is it genuinely oh i enjoyed it but it takes too long to get there way too long how long is the movie as we hour and a half so it's good timing but yeah i don't know it did drag in places a lot of expositional overly descriptive dialogue while they stood next to consoles hitting buttons and well let's have a little listen mm, to please a tiny bit of Forbidden Planet. What is it, Randall? Sir, radar just picked up something. Where are we? At the head of the Arroyo. Moving? This way, sir, slowly. Automatic control. Batteries. Fire. Nothing. Batteries. Fire. Rattle. Dead on target, sir. Good. Give me audio car. Aye, aye, sir. Now, attention. This may have been a rooster to divert us from some other part of the perimeter. You men will continue watching on your own immediate fronts. That is all. Interesting. So, not the worst film you've watched in series one of Random Movie Film Generator. Random, what's the podcast? R- random, random Movie Generator. generator. I've got myself. Not the worst film you've watched. Certainly not the worst. I think you've got to see it through film historian eyes and think, God, mid 50s? Yeah, this wasn't that long after the Second World War. What's scary, David, is this, it's not that long ago at all, is it, really? Yeah, you know, in the history of time. Yeah, I guess not. It's like 70 it's years just ago. It's a quick hop and a jump, skip and a whatever it is, hop and a skip. It's just a hop and, and a skip suddenly, and suddenly it's, it's, it's three quarters of a, of a century gone. Okay, so if we take a hop and a skip into the future and look back at the movies now, you know, what are they going to think about today's movies?
God. Well, I mean, flippity skip. I mean, first off, it's, um, I mean, I, it does make you wonder what films would be like when they look back. Because, I mean, the whole virtual reality thing is going to take off, isn't it? And gaming is going to be a big thing. So I guess... Maybe we could do a pod about it. What, the future of films? Podcast. Well, when, when those films take off, we could do... Oh, well, if we're still around, I'd be more than happy to put on the VR goggles and wander around. Well, what are we going to look like when we're 80? Dear God, probably like um, a character out of X-Men, some kind of futuristic wheelchair. Cancelling our records because one of us got to go into hospital. Oh, dear God. I think it will be a case where... Um, we will be um, doing podcasts in a in a um, in a metaverse, and we'll be like large avatars. I'll be a giant panda with a blonde quiff, and you might be a kind of uh, a snake that kind of hovers through through gravity. And we uh, just talk to each other <laughs> whilst we're wearing VR goggles in an old people's home. People changing our diapers. Back. To- <laughs> Back to I, I do planet. actually think that could be the reality. No, I do, I do. Yeah, I'm quite serious, serious then. Sorry, yeah, apologies. Yeah, it's a very serious podcast this morning. I, yeah, I do. Uh, I, mean, I sort of say these things. Yeah, like, oh, absolutely. I'm I like serious. it when you're serious around me. Oh, did you hear Mandy? Oh, yes. What did you say? I like it when you're serious around me. I'm glad. I'm glad, absolutely. Be serious I'm glad because, you know, you, you need a serious be leader. Be serious now, she just said. Thank you. Just thank you. Be a serious, serious thank you. Like to me. Parody there. She said, "Be serious to me." Yes. I will. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yes. Um, point taken. Yes. Okay. Point taken. Don't need to okay. add anything to that. I'm just being just being me. So, Forbidden Planet, an important movie. Uh, important, but not consistently entertaining. But in the in the whole film landscape, it's definitely one to in the film landscape. It belongs certainly in any science fiction documentary, and when you watch it, you can see why. But I wasn't, and and the twist at the end was like, oh, that's a clever idea. Okay, but you could have got to that a bit quicker. It's not like I'd never seen that twist before, but you can tell that um, you can see how loads of films have piggybacked on it. Do you know what I mean? You can tell that the director. Um, Fred Wilcox I mean you know you look at a lot of these directors you think bloody hell um, he did another film that was well known and I, I do apologise it's escaped my memory it's not Invasion of the Body Snatchers is it or have I got that wrong you so it's Fred M. Wilcox he did another he movie did. Um, Lassie Come Home oh there you go but it was a classic the, at the Courage time. of Lassie there you go Secret Garden Shadow in the Sky Code 2, Tennessee Champ, I Pass for White, Three Daring Daughters, and Hills of Home. There you go. So you got the Lassie franchise going. You can't, uh, you can't not that. Because, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a definitely it's, um, a cutting-edge film. For some reason, I linked Invasion of the Body Snatchers to him, but obviously I'm very wrong there. I apologise. Um, no, don't apologise. Um, he died at the age of 56. Very good. Very similar to Mike Skank from... Um, Shank. Shank, not Skank. Shank. Pay respects to so, the past. David, to people. big question. Yes. Big question. How many chuck ices out of five are you going to give Forbidden Planet? Definitely three. I think it's your absolute. That was a three out of five experience. 
Is it really? Yes, it is. Yeah, so it's... Anyone listening to this can sit down on a Sunday and go, hey, we're getting a solid three chock ice out of five film here. You'll get three chock ice out of five experience. If you're a sci-fi fan and you make the links and you see what's influenced, definitely. Yes. If you're not? Maybe a two. Because then you're seeing it purely for entertainment and immersion. And it's like, oh, I don't care if it links Star Trek. I think that's what it's going to be, isn't it? Oh, so it's two then. It's not three. It is two. That chalk ice goes back in the fridge. Sorry. I think I was talking to my sons about you. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think they asked me what films you were reviewing. Anyway, I was thinking, I was talking to them about this, saying, I don't think you've given a film a one yet, have you? That'll be very interesting. Do you know, I was near to giving that film a one that was just the uh, the drone shots of the Earth with Meryl. Was it Meryl Streep in the background? It's Glenn Close. Glenn Close, sorry. Glenn Close. A one. I was Didn't very near. Awards? I think it did, but I was just thinking, oh, wow. God, another drone shot. And her voice just droning in the background. It really was... Um, that had me near to it. I think there must well, have been maybe, a few bits. Remember, this in. is your podcast. From So from now on, if you want to give something a one, you fucking give something a one, sir. No, I will do. Absolutely. When it comes to the fridge and I start handing out, you know, ice cream desserts, I'll be very mindful of it. Definitely. So I'm going to ask you again. Yeah. Forbidden Planet, how many choc ices out of five? Two. Apologies. You, Apologies. For your, movie, for your movie review this week. Absolutely. Not at all. Not at all. Thanks for listening. Without you people, I'm just a man in a bedsit on his own talking to himself at Hollywood in Sussex. And that's a dark place to be. So it gives me a platform to express myself. David Edwards Movie Tip. Any movie tips this week, David? Here's a good movie tip um, to definitely check out. Do you know what? This could be one for you and your uh, lady partner. So let's have a think about this. Um, it's Red Rocket. It's very much... I've heard it. You've told me about this before, haven't you? Not as a recommendation, because I've only, I've only watched it recently. Because I read the script for it. Uh, but I properly watched it, and it's about Mikey Saber. He's a washed-up porn star who returns to his small Texas hometown, not that anyone really wants him back. And um, it's very much a character study. There's a very basic plot thread there, and it's about him coming back. Um, so he comes back from L.A. as a porn star. It starts off with him knocking on the door, pleading for his ex-girlfriend to let him in. The ex-girlfriend's living with his... Um, with her mother and they let him back in the house and then it's him trying to sort of recreate a life for himself he starts um dealing uh, marijuana to the locals and uh, he befriends a guy in the local neighborhood he starts looking up to him and it's like a really interesting character study and mikey saber you never quite know what he's telling is the truth he's good with his mouth at times sort of like um Bizarrely overconfident. Do you know one of these guys is a loser but always motivated, trying to think on his feet? And yeah, as the plot goes on, there are interesting moments, but it's very much a kind of character study piece. A man definitely hitting his middle age kind of element, you know, a bit of a midlife crisis, but looks around and he's got nothing type of thing. So this is by writer director Sean Baker. Absolutely. And that's the other thing I was going to say in that if you do enjoy it, 
His two other films are also really good. Which, oh shit, he did Tangerine? Yes, about the um, transgender. Yeah, I, iPhone in LA. And Florida Project. Yes, he did Florida I'm Project. I'm saying that I'd love that. Florida Project you like is it? brilliant. That two little oh, kids right. growing up in a, an apartment building just outside of Disneyland in Florida, and William Defoe plays the caretaker. It's basically proper. It's basically Ken Loach for an American audience. That is the way to look at it. Ken Loach, Mike Lee, social realism in America at the moment, and it's very, very good. Budget two million dollars. Is that for Red Rocket? No, um, Florida Project. Gosh, well, it did very well. It got nominated for Oscars. Budget, $1.1 million for Red Rocket. That's incredible. They certainly made their money back on that. Massively. Shit. Really, really low. But Box office, $2.3 million. Is that what it got? Yeah. That's surprising because it got a lot of hype. I was very much aware of it. It got nominated for a lot of awards. I think these films will do better on streaming and VOD. Because it's not really the sort of film you're going to go and see in the cinema these days. So I think they've made their actual production money back via cinema, which is fine. And then they'll go on to make more via streaming and VOD, basically. So you really recommend... You recommend all his movies, don't you? Yes, definitely those ones. Tangerine, um, because I haven't seen the others, because he's done a few shorts. But certainly Tangerine, definitely Florida Project, and Red Rocket, really, really good as well. Really good. Right, any other movie tips this week? Any books, any... uh shoes or trousers any books any tips any shoes i'll tell you one thing i started reading um charlie kaufman's book uh which is called ankind and um that's very good i really enjoyed it i think you would quite like it actually it's about a film critic and they really get inside the main protagonist's minds and it's almost got a peep show element about it he's this highly pretentious film critic and um uh the plot is focusing on a man who's made the longest film ever and then that film is destroyed and he's got to go about actually seeing if he can recreate aspects of that film so it's got that kind of Kaufman over the top kind of hyper real quality about it but a lot of it you're just existing in this character's mind who's this you know very vain self-obsessed film critic figure so the sort of character you can imagine in a Noah Baumbach film like Squid and the Whale or Marriage Story you know these kind of slightly kind of intellectual culture vulture types I haven't finished the whole book, but what I've read, I was I was really impressed. Great. Well, those are two wonderful tips. That's Red Rocket, the film, uh, by Sean Baker, and Antkind, the book, or Antkind. Oh, Antkind is Antkind. Or, or Antkind. Uh, uh, the book, or Antkind, the book, by Chap- Charlie Chaplin. Absolutely, and I think um, Charlie Chaplin, indeed, why not, for crying out loud, let's make it... Charlie Kaufman. Let's let's add it to his filmography. But now I've heard the actual title of the book read back to me, Ankind makes a lot more sense. Well, it might be Ankind. I think Ankind, maybe because we're all humans just scurrying around. Is that right? Because Ankind's not a word, is it? We might need to edit this out. <laughs> Once again, I'm derailing I'll, things. I'll keep it in and focus on this. Section. Absolutely, definitely commit to it. Just commit to the. If, even if the boat's sinking, just salute and commit. 
if you're listening to Random Movie Generator at the moment, then please like and subscribe and leave a comment on iTunes saying how much you like this podcast. And please give it a five star. Thank you so much. Please, please, please. Just see it almost like a charitable, charitable thing to yeah. This is my favourite part of the week. This is where... Ah, listen to Mandy oh, chugging away. Oh, there the she is. She's happy now. She's forgotten about that sandwich. Oh, that off. whistle. <laughs> oh, Mandy, all those whistles. She's just whistling away. You want to watch it, you do. You want to you whistle yourself into a grave. What do you mean by that? She said, what do you mean by that? Yeah, that was too dark and a bit over the top, you know. Do you like her? Because I feel like you're being a bit spiky with her today. I feel as though um, she, she's a bit manipulative with what she's doing, you know, sort of over the top. She whistle. says in what way? In the sense that I think some of those whistles have got a sarcastic quality to them. She says not at all. This all patronising or... Not at all. She says not at all. Am I staying here tonight? No, I genuinely am apologising. She said, am I staying here tonight with you? It's just the energy situation. The bills have really gone up. You, you seem like to just always me? have to be plugged in. I mean, you know, you I don't like have to be plugged into the electricity 24 you, like you know what I mean? I've got like... She said, do you like me? Um, I think when it's just you and me, it's fine. But when a third person comes in the room, she changes. Oh, you're blaming me? Oh, no, not at all, because I've invited you in. Yes. She's the one who's changed. No. In her whistling and everything. She doesn't really whistle when you're not around. Don't no. talk about her as if she's not here. Yeah, no. that, that is rude. That is wrong. No. I apologise. No. Okay, Mandy, we're ready to uh, yes. find these, this yes. new movie for David to review. Yes. I really hope, David, you get one that you can get no. excited oh, about. Fingers yes. crossed. Fingers yes. crossed. I really do. I feel like yes. a lot of the time. 80% of the time, it's movies you're like, oh. Well, the thing is, I've never seen Forbidden Planet, so I'm glad that I can put that down as what I've seen. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Okay, here we go then. Please, David, say press that button and choose the genre of the first movie. Press that button. Drama. You can't go wrong with drama. That's a building block. Now, choose the decade I bloody love this bit the decade press the button 2000s okay please generate Mandy okay Mandy has generated four movies and now you've got to tell me when to stop David stop City of God Oh, is, that's a Nicolas Cage film with the angels, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not. It's the Brazilian no, gangster it's the Brazilian thing. one. Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that have for years. It? No, I haven't seen that for years. I have seen it a long, long time ago. That's supposed to be very good. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I'd be very interested in seeing. Yeah. I can see that in the cinema. You've come alive, oh, yeah, David. Yeah, yeah. You've yes, come. <laughs> I don't think that Nicholas Cage as an angel. Yeah. That's a Brazilian Goodfellas gangster. All film. your film friends are going. Nah, 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 nah. You should have known. Oh, with that city of God, definitely. 
Yeah, I'll be definitely okay. looked down upon for that. Let's choose the genre of the second movie. Press the button. Romance. Ooh. And the decade, please. Press the button. 1990s. Please generate, Mandy. Thank you. Stop. Mandy's generated four movies. Uh, David, you tell me when to stop. Stop. Forrest Gump. Goodness, it's a while since I've seen that. A lot of this these. It's interesting, yes, David. It is. It's Forrest Gump. You must feel nice. a bit lighter. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it would be um, City of God. Is, is, I've never had a situation, though, where I've had my head turned. In the uh, no. I have a City of God. That's very much like. I feel like I'm on deal or no deal now. You know, I, I want that caravan. I'm planning to play yeah. balls on it to get it. Okay, okay. But Forrest right. Gump would be uh, interesting. Yeah, great movie. Right, please choose the genre of the final movie. Press that button. Oh. Now we're talking. Now that makes me think about your action film for later. Yes. Oh, please choose the decade of the next film. Press the button. 2010s. Wowzers. Okay, so this could be a recent you are, film. You're loving this. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is getting very um, tempting. This is now. Please, Mandy, generate. Okay, Mandy has generated four movies. Four war movies. And now it's David's turn to tell me when to stop. Stop. JJ Rabbit. Yeah, that's, um, I don't know why I had a pause there. Yeah, oh, and that's why I'm having a situation where I don't know if I've seen that. I know, I completely lost myself. Well, the Have thing you is, seen it? Well, the thing is, I've got a situation. Do you know what with Jojo Rabbit? This is a terrible thing to announce. I think what happened there with that film is, which is awful, I think it's a film that I watched on the internet and never finished. I know, I shouldn't admit that, and people will be shocked no, by should, that. No, you should, you should admit what you want. Well, not really, because it's an Oscar-nominated film, it's supposed to be very good. I think I got distracted with a cup of coffee, or a squirrel looked at me through a window, and I went out and said hello to it, and I never came back. Okay, so I've jumbled up those three movies, Cities of God, Forrest Gump, Jojo Rabbit. They all sound very you, good. You have to choose A, B, or C, and uh, to see which movie you're going to review for next week. Jojo Rabbit. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> Here we go. I'm up for this thing. He's disappointed. He's disappointed. I know. I went like um, the City of Gods, but that's the life. Oh, Don't shit. get me wrong. It's not like the time I had to watch that Japanese samurai film that lasted three hours. It's not like that. My mate Pete got in contact with me. He was like, "I've gutted David didn't like that movie." I mean, there were good bits, I suppose. I mean, is he quite a cineast, your friend, Peter? Pete? Well, I don't know. Pete, are you? Are you a cineast? I'm, I'm imagining to turn up behind you now, like he's going to suddenly appear. He's a gardener. What did, what did Pete... He wrote something about this podcast. Because for him to be into that, basically, these, like, master shots of samurais... Um, double was it you know sat on the floor with their feet um my, my, my descriptions are terrible all i'm gonna say is um 
on the floor, cross-legged. That's the only words I was looking for there. Quite worrying. And um, just in a master shot, talking to each other in subtitles for about 10 minutes. I mean, flippity sick. You've got to have quite the attention span for that. This is what Pete said to me a couple of weeks ago. He sent me a message. It's so odd. It's like a cordon bleu chef who only eats ginsters. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dear me, that is, that's like a prince taking off his silk glove and just slapping around the face, isn't it? <laughs> You've got to get him to watch some Mike Lee or Merchant Ivory, something really slow and ponderous. I like Mike Lee. I happily sit around and ponder to Mike Lee. I do like a, a, a Merchant Ivory. I like um, Room of the View. And do you know what he said? He said this week, and I'm so, I said, basically, Pete, we can't bend the rules. It's all down to Mandy. Yes, that's it, Mandy. Yes. But he said, please, can you get David to review Brazil? It's my favourite film. I want to hear his take. I'm a big fan of Brazil. Massive. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. silence. review. <laughs> silence, Edwards. <laughs> Don't cross the line, mate. Um, yeah, so you've got Jojo Rabbit to review for next week. Looking for, I had a massive silence there because I didn't know if I'd seen it or not. I thought, and then I questioned my own memory and my own psychological being. I was like, well, David, you know if you've seen it or not. And I suddenly thought, oh, maybe it's because I hadn't watched it all on the internet while I was watching it. Um, I said, thank God I was having a bit of an existential breakdown, which isn't good during a podcast. Do you want to say that <laughs> about two o'clock in the morning on your own in bed? Yeah. Not when you're trying to interact with people. That's like, I, I remember the opening, but not the ending. You know. Well, thank you so much, David, for this week's um, Random Movie Generator. We're now doing some stuff for Patreon. Um, but uh, I look forward to hearing your review. Oh, absolutely. Jojo Rabbit Jojo is Rabbit what I'm going to be doing it literally an hour actually, from now. I'm watching I'm the film. next week. Yes, I am. Thank God, I was about to say. <laughs> that was a cliffhanger, oh, as they call it in the yeah. industry. Okay, thank you, David. Thank you, Captain. Thank, no, thank you, people. Thank you, Mandy. <laughs> be a bit more appreciative, I think. I need to be a bit more, you know, this is just lay yeah. out for me for the hell of it. You know, thank you for yeah. coming along. Thank you for listening. Thank you.